for you to lead us out of Babylon. For I was just a boy when I came here. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise and bring you back to this land. Who are you, old man? I am Daniel. I seek to tell your story. A tale of four kings. One great, one foolish, one who was deceived, and one who is destined to be regarded as wise for all the ages of the world to come. Some 2,600 years ago, God gave King Nebuchadnezzar a dream. In this dream, the king pictured a five-part statue made of four metals and one of clay. Each section represented the empire, beginning with Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon. Four of these empires have already risen and fallen in history a precise fulfillment of Daniel's prophetic interpretation. However, the fifth and final empire represents a future empire yet to be seen, that of the European coalition that will unite under the Antichrist rule, which will last seven short years. In our study, Daniel gives full satisfaction to Nebuchadnezzar concerning his dream and its interpretation. The king showed great kindness and acceptance to this 19-year-old prophet. In fact, we see the start of a loyal friendship between the two. The king had invested much in Daniel's maintenance and education, He had invested three years of bringing Daniel up in the school of Babylon. Yet this young man's wisdom rose above the wisest in all of Babylon. And now the king is abundantly encouraged by his investment. However, Nebuchadnezzar is about to see that Daniel's wisdom was not his own but rather from a God who is above all other gods. Though Daniel was not a named prophet, he was given a prophet's reward, the dependence of a king who cherished his every word. Today we're on number seven, Interpretation of the Dream. Nebuchadnezzar's dream outlined the Bible's prophetic prediction of the top empires that dominated our planet, encompassing the past, present, and future. In each case, these empires represented our Lord's prophetic biblical history of globalization. Well, at least the attempt of mankind trying to do so. While the first five kingdoms were detailed in the dream, the sixth is a rock cut from a mountain that overtook the globe, a kingdom none other than the Lord's final kingdom of God. 
This kingdom comes at the end of the seven-year reign of Satan, covertly hidden under a one-world government. Looking at Daniel chapter 2, verses 44 and 45, it says, In the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. Inasmuch as you saw the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke into pieces, the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold. The great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. While Daniel witnessed the first empire, he saw four kings of Babylon rule before he died. The following three empires we have noted in world history. However, no one has seen the future kingdom of the Antichrist. And only those chosen by God will see God himself set up the final kingdom of Judah, which occurs after the seven-year reign of Satan. Revelation's book details the glorious empire as none other than the 1,000-year reign of Jesus Christ, the great white throne of judgment. Let's review our scripture. We continue to encourage you to study Daniel chapter 2, verses 1 through 49. Today, we're going to focus on chapter 2, verses 19 and 20. And it says, Then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel said, Let the name of God be blessed forever and ever, for wisdom and power belong to him. It is he who changes the times and the epochs. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to the wise men and knowledge to the men of understanding. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. To you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise, for you have given me wisdom and power. Even now you have made known to me what is requested of you, for you have made known to us the king's matter. Now let's look at Daniel's vision. Before Daniel interpreted the king's dream, he requested that he retreat to pray to the God of Judah with his friends to ask God for the interpretation. The king released him to do so. Daniel reclined for the night after discussing and praying with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Before he slept, Daniel had a vision that not only matched the king's dream, which Daniel had not heard from the king's mouth, but the Lord revealed to Daniel the specific meaning of each detail. Daniel returned to the king to hear the dream and interpret it before the sun came up by the king's command. So he did. Before the king had a chance to state his dream, 
Daniel told him of the vision God gave him. With the interpretation, the king was not only amazed, he knew Daniel was his source of wise counsel. Daniel was rewarded by being appointed as supervisor over all of Babylon. Now let's pinpoint the five empires of Daniel's vision. Remembering, God reveals the king's dream in a night vision in Daniel's mind. Number one, King Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon, the head of pure gold representing Babylon. Remembering when Daniel said, you are this head of gold. So at the top of this statue, we see a head made of pure gold. It not only represented Babylon, but it represented Nebuchadnezzar himself. Number two, the Medo-Persian Empire. With its two arms, the chest of silver represented the Medo-Empire, which conquered Babylon in 539 B.C. and remained in power for approximately 200 years. Number three, the Grecian Empire. The stomach and thighs of bronze depicted the next stage of world history, Alexander the Great and his Greek Empire. You can read a little bit more about that in verse 39, and then again in chapter 8, verse 21. Number four is the Roman Empire. The statute's iron legs predicted the Roman Empire. When Greece fell to Rome, the iron legions of Rome assimilated Greece's lands and people. You can read that in verse 40. Number five, a future reign of the Antichrist, also known as the European Coalition. The feet and toes of the statue point to a world empire that will arise in the last days. Since the fall of Rome, no single nation or empire has dominated the world. Hitler certainly tried to do that, but he was unsuccessful. According to Daniel, a future confederation of the Ten Kingdoms, or leaders, will make one more attempt at the one world government. It will be a short-lived and present on earth when God sets up his earthly kingdom. More about that in verses 41 through 43. These five empires is the overall picture that was revealed to Daniel in his vision. The miraculous part of this is that God made clear to Daniel what each piece meant. So now let's look at kingdoms to come. We have seen four of the five earthly kingdoms come to pass within world history. One of the two kingdoms yet to materialize is detached from the statue image Nebuchadnezzar saw. The rock cut from the mountain is this final kingdom, a rock that struck the statue, toppling it and breaking it into pieces. 
The rock transformed into a mountain so large it covered the earth. The stone is the one who will establish a global kingdom marked by righteousness and peace, led and ruled by Jesus Christ. Looking at the fifth empire detailed in the dream is the other kingdom yet to come, the future seven-year reign of the Antichrist. Most theologians believe it will be ruled through the European coalition. It will be a one-world government empowered by Satan. Just as Nebuchadnezzar was put to his belly, became like a beast for seven years, Revelation's book references one of Satan's names as the Beast, thus making Nebuchadnezzar's life story a prophetic revelation of the Fifth Empire. While Nebuchadnezzar was brought to repentance at the end of his seven years and began to serve Daniel's God, Satan will not and cannot be brought to such repentance. One is redeemed, and the other is condemned for eternity. Looking at the golden head of Babylon, the king let the glory of this statue go to his head, primarily the head of this image, which was himself. With his pride getting out of control, he built this statue's head from pure gold. It was massive. 60 cubits, which is 90 feet, by 6 cubits, which is 9 feet. He places it in the center of Babylon. He then calls the officials of Babylon to come and dedicate it in Nebuchadnezzar's name. Worse yet, he mandated that all who hear the king's horn stop what they're doing and fall before the statue and worship the image. To add to that debauchery, he proclaimed that any resistors would be thrown into the fiery furnace and burned alive. It's shown to us in Daniel 3.7. Therefore, at that time, when all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipes, and all kinds of music, all the peoples, nations, and men of every language fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Folks, this is idolatry at its best, and it provoked God. We're going to talk about the details of exactly what God did in regard to this depraved command that came from Nebuchadnezzar. In conclusion, before Daniel had a chance to hear the king's dream, God provided a night vision that revealed all the details of the king's dream. Daniel had the support of his friends, Babylonian supervisor, and God himself. This single action of God cemented the evidence that Nebuchadnezzar needed to hear. While the king couldn't understand the kingdoms to come, he knew that this young Hebrew was the wisest in Babylon. 
The evidence of this is disclosed in Nebuchadnezzar's building an idol unto himself. However, the trust the king had in Daniel set the stage for Daniel to live to see all four kings grouped under the golden head of Babylon. Generalized Christians today are as ignorant as Nebuchadnezzar in the days of revealing his self-glory. Following type Christians are interested only in their own denominational beliefs, church, and the little circle of individualized beliefs. While most focus on splitting hairs over the prophecies, they miss the Lord's intent and purpose of the profound dream and vision of the demonic image of human empires. Jesus is the rock. Next we will explore the rock that destroys all human empires. Coming up next, Daniel saves the day. Since the king put forth a mandate to have all of the wise men killed, including Daniel and his friends, if his dream was not interpreted correctly before dawn, and this is why God intervenes. In Daniel's meeting with the king, he pleads for the lives of the other wise men. Requesting, if he interpreted the dream, would the king save the lives of all the wise men? The king agrees. This was recorded in biblical history as one of the greatest acts of kindness, selflessness, and honor. We will detail this in our next episode. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time to go through this series with us. We know that many of the Old Testament prophecies, for most, are very complex. But through the revelation of the Holy Spirit within people studying prophecies today, the Lord can reveal the simplicity of his prophecies. Until next time.